0: Our vignette, the Black Country blogs, Tune of Fat, Meek Dillon, Lee Cadman, and we're joined today by Pat Lewis. Now, Pat's already been on twice, once we've talked about living with autism and his ordeal at Hillsborough. So, two cracking episodes. Uh, so, go back, look for our archives, and on about our archives. Lee's just told me this is our 100th episode. So, we've been going almost two years now. Knocked on the door for two years when we first had the idea of this. And I think we started recording in the July, August, and it wasn't released until the September, I believe. But it's our 100th episode. So thank you for everyone who stuck with us. If you want to listen back to our first couple of episodes, they were as rough as, uh, rough as sandpaper. But hopefully we've improved. <laughs> you know, we, we sat there as um, always everyone's common friend. You know, I've known Lee since childhood. Aaron from when he was gonna box for me, a great for coming up one to ones and for the last almost two years we've come brothers. Um so thank you for everyone. And Lee was telling me some interesting facts. Considering we're yam yams from the black country, we're now all over the world. So do you wanna
1: show uh show the map Lee and maybe name some of our supporters? Yeah, so this is where where we're reaching now. Anywhere you see in blue is where where we've reached. So we, we've got quite a big following now in the in the US, um, Abinia, Argentina. US. That's it. Abinia. Uh, where else? Australia. Abinia. If, it's as you can see, it's it, it's reaching far and wide now, and hopefully we're helping a lot of men out there.
0: I'm funny you say that, and it's amazing how many women we have um, comment. It's funny most of our comments are off women, and that's why we set this up, the Black Country blokes. We were teaching men or encouraging men to talk about some intimate and personal details, but we wanted to be the voice so our daughters, our mothers, our wives, our sisters, our aunties, can understand us. And I know it's helped, um, well, all three of us here, to uh, our women to understand us a bit more. And, you know, cause sometimes as much as you love your partner, they're sometimes the hardest person to talk to. And this is why this has happened, and this is why, we we've been doing this, and some of the feedback questions and comments we have is brilliant because this isn't just for blokes. That's just the name, you know. We're from the black country, and we're blokes, but it is for everyone. So thank
2: you everyone for sticking with us, and thank you Pat for coming back on. No problem. Um, we, you know, it'd be nice, Kev, to get some um, some new additional members to the uh, support group, wouldn't it, on a um, on a Wednesday evening? Because um, well, we've we've, got, we've been doing. Well, got, so, sorry pat we've got about what five six regulars um so it's, it's it's a good little group isn't it in addition to this there's that as well which is going really well, well as well so we have our five bread and butter but each week but like some people come some people don't
0: come twice some people come and then work issues and whatever but we're building up a nice little group and we say like um none of us are experts but we are experienced and what i've learned through the eight, ten weeks we've been doing it now. Yes. Yeah. No matter what we talk through, like there's been things where um, people have come and have had um, children with special needs or disabilities. And because like you, Lee, uh, myself, who grew up with a disability, and it become that, that network where people talk. Because in the real world, you go, I've got an autistic, so I'll give my a clipper and ear roll up. Oh, just <laughs> give him a of in. But when you're talking to fellow-minded people who understand, you
2: know that is the worst possible thing you could do. Yeah, and unless you, I'll go along to. I mean, I was completely ignorant to mental health, or I mean, autism is a learning dis learning as opposed to mental health. But um, I was completely ignorant to to like Josh, and um, it's a very, very difficult thing. I know Lee's got a similar, but more probably more more difficult than me. Um, in caring needs and, and your self-care so um when you live that life only you know it because it's it's so extreme in many ways um and you get really down as well there's just um, periods where you don't know whether you can cope you know whether it's with your parents you know you, you get really down and so stuff like this is very very good and i've certainly come on with myself um and coping with josh as well through this it's definitely helped me so the two of you have done very very well and you're helping others all the time so um, I mean, you're doing you're doing talks now, and you're actually going out and doing talks. People are asking you to come to talk to them now, so it's advancing all the time. Obviously, we nev- to Go on, sorry, Kevin. We never would have believed this
0: almost two years ago. We really, that four blokes chewing the fat would then be asked yeah. to be going and talking to these corporations, then having people like Dudley Mine, the Walls Foundation, and obviously Tough Enough to Care, Ripple. Um, been on countless shows on Black Country Radio, Free Radio, WCR, ITV, BBC. You know, it was, it was. I've always had a sneaky suspicion we get here, but it wasn't something I'd put my mortgage on.
2: Is this, um, yeah, is this where you, two, is this where you two see it? Um, the Black Country goes be, being, or do you see it going further than this? What's, what's your ultimate goal with the Black Country Blokes? Where do we see us going?
1: <laughs> Can I answer that? At the moment, is getting to next week. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah. <laughs> crazy. In truth, the yeah. fact, behind the scenes, it's crazy to try and keep up with it all. Um, so it's, it, um, we spoke often, haven't we, Kev, about how where we want it to go and where we want it to, to travel. Um, but I think we're just kind of keeping it quite fluid. There is things we want to do. But at the same time, we do this. This this is all for free. Um, of course it is, yeah. The, yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's only a set amount of time each of us can spend doing it. Although we'd love to do it full-time, won't we, Kev?
0: But that's the thing, love. because once again, like, um, with the boxing, uh, uh, doing the courses, uh, what we're doing at the moment, Pat, God bless him, you, has been up there helping me again today. So obviously yeah, the yeah. support group. He helps say, on a Wednesday support group, then he's doing this for free. But then we're also doing classes because for the last 12 months, we haven't had the gym, we haven't had the pub, we haven't had being able to see anything. So what we've done, Black Country Blokes in partnership with my home at the Lions Boxing Club, we're doing free classes um, for anyone who's stuck at home uh, on Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays for men and women. Women can train with the blokes but women's only on a Wednesday and a Friday. Because, you know, some some women don't want to train with the blokes, but some women don't want to train. So we're giving people the options because we're all about making ourselves feel better, be it having a rattle like we're doing now in our support group or coming up and hitting something. And the reason why we're doing it for free, once again, all for free, volunteering. I'm tired of hearing all this sadness, but no one's doing nothing about it. So, like, our brothers are tough enough to care and so many good, wonderful people are doing stuff for nothing. But as Lee says, sometimes there isn't enough hours in a day because, you know, you, we've all got families. Then we've uh, the boxing, then the podcasting, and then the promoting of it. But, you know, if the end result, you know, who knows where we could be. Who knows, we could have uh, our very own last leg. <laughs> <Or something. laughs> the last round, yeah. we'll I mean, it. we course. We talking Or
2: a lion's We were talking about having um, sort of guest speakers, weren't we, uh, to come in and, uh, to, you know, because obviously the group, if it doesn't grow, um, to guest speakers to sort of, you know, nourish some more um, discussions around certain elements of things that people want to discuss about, just to, you know, make sessions a bit more, you know, in depth. So we were discussing well, that. So that should start to happen maybe next couple of months, maybe, Kev
0: But well, that That's what we want. We want a lot because we're going to be endorsing the boxing with it. So if you don't want to do training, you, you won't have to. You could sit up there either with Pat yeah. or Lee, or you could be downstairs, yeah. you going to be a trainer with me. And as Pat said, it would be great to get some um, local therapists, counsellors, whatever it is, to come a lot of us both, <clears throat> I think all three of us here have been to therapy of some description, but to a lot of people, they don't want to go to because they feel weak. So if we could have yeah. uh, someone coming in as a guest speaker and saying, all right then, guys, we ain't got to pay for it, but let's try and do some diatraumatic breathing, a posh word for deep breathing, or some visualisation, yeah. or tapping, and all these wonderful things, and get them in a safe environment so then they could build up trust with a therapist, then, you know, maybe that will help them either bridge the gap by waiting for the NHS to pay for it or maybe just ticking a box thinking, you know what, I will save my... For every box of cigarettes it is £10, maybe uh, try and cut back on the fags and save that money to go and pay for a therapist because how many people I know will go and pay for uh, a one-to-one... Boxing, or one-to-one shrive conditioner, or a dietitian, but we won't put that money into looking after our minds. And if the mind doesn't work, the body never will.
2: Yeah, I mean it was like today. I mean the amount since I've been doing this with uh, you guys, it's it's been I know, and it's been um, you know really good. Um, but the amount of times I've heard people saying that the, the, the therapy side, the talking side, is better than the, the prescription drug side. Uh, yet again today, someone who's was at the uh, in the boxing today, said he, he uses meditation as opposed to any sort of medicine. So, you know, this stuff works, and, it, and it's um, it's well structured, and it's making an it's making a difference, isn't it, to a lot of people? But we're not saying at any stage,
0: you know, um, not the medication on the head, you know, to no, 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 your GP no. first. However, we, we've all seen it in our different walks of life. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes in some cases. You need that medication to balance out the, um, yeah. the,
2: uh,
0: the chemistry in your brain but sometimes what I've found in my own life and working with people sometimes they are just plastering they're just painting over the cracks you know whereas I think as we always say we are not experts but we are experienced and I am brave enough to say if you ever said care of xY Z I'd go whoa this is outside my pay grade you know what I mean I recommend you go and see someone because I'd hate someone to come to one of our groups or come talk to me and leave the conversation or the group worse than when they came. So yeah. there are me- and on all of our things, there's loads of different ways to go and see someone. But our old saying is you've got to find your medicine. Sometimes if you've got that old pal or if it is going for a bevy or if it is coming to the gym,
2: talk to someone because
0: suffering on your own doesn't do anyone any favours.
2: No, I mean, uh, for example, the person I introduced Kev. Uh, the first couple of sessions that we had, um, that that person did want to discuss. He was nervous about discussing his, his issue um, years and years ago at home. Uh, he discussed it. I think it was the next session, and he's he's told me he felt he's he's almost beaten it now. It's gone. Um, you know, he's he's so much better than he was um, because he discussed it, and he and he had and he had it for quite some time. If you remember, in the, in the um, thing, so um so it's much better now so it does work and it works it's what works for you isn't it is it medication is it a combination of medication and therapy talking or is it just medication it's what works for you that's the important things and you've got to find that that niche and you've got to find that thing that works for you so um, i also
1: think think sorry pat but I, I also think that um people are probably more open to taking medication as well because we go on yeah. about you know saying that um you know, medication. Try and get off the medication if you if you can, and and do the talking. But to get yourself started, sometimes it's easier to go and get that medication than it is to go into a. Well, I'd say pretty much hundred percent of the time, it's easier to go and get that medication than it is to walk into a a group of lads and talk about stuff. You know, we just don't do it, do we? We don't. That's why we're here. We don't do it. So. You know, I think so. You know that could, actually taking the medication can sometimes be that that opening up process, and it's easy. It's probably easier to do that than walk walk straight into our group.
0: And I think sometimes with it is because we're in that society <laughs> in that world of thinking. We all want a pill to do everything, don't we? I, I, I could take a diet pill because I want to go from uh, being ninety eight k down to sixty six k. And I think a lot of times we put our our investments in a pill, hoping it will sort everything. Whereas if you go and see your GP, you've only told one person, maybe your missus or your partner and the doctor. But to actually open up and make yourself vulnerable is a lot harder than just taking a wonder
2: pill. Yeah, and some of the stuff – yeah, yeah, I agree with Kevin and Lee what you said before. Um, Some of the stuff is quite heavy, isn't it? So um, it's – yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot easier to be medicated than it is to actually seek help, you know, through through this sort of thing, through the therapy. Um, but the boxing's back on now, isn't it? We've started back. That's, that's a plus. That's really good. We were in there today when we were doing our stuff. Um, we're going uh, next week uh, again. Um, and obviously, the, the club's pretty much back up and running, isn't it? So, um, you've seen old faces. So, it's all it's all positive, isn't it?
1: Well, that's what we've named this show. Like, uh, what, what we've named it, Lee? Um, how to find happiness. We've gone off subject, as per usual, but we can come <laughs> round to it now, can't we, Kev? Well done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, find, finding happiness can be, as I said the other day, can be the simplest thing. It can be uh, going out and watering the garden. It mm. can be going for a stroll. It can be. And I think so many people have been judged lately about, oh, bloody hell, look at everyone out there having a baby. But to a lot of people... That pub is their second family. And, like, people say, like, uh, our parents' age, who have been so frightened of getting out, and they have had the first job or the second jab, they've had to fight the bully and think, you know what, even now or never, I am going to go and see old Bill and Derek and Trevor. So they've, they've actually been going out. And maybe that's a happy place. Some people find it in the gym. Some people find it in a coffee shop. Some people find it in Merry Hill. You know, so... We can't judge people because if that's where they find their happiness, that's where they find it. I mean, as sad as it seems, um, me and the girls went to Little Owl Farm on um, on Saturday and it was wonderful actually having a little adventure and those little baby piglets and chocolate could go on the park and it was that almost sense of reality, you know, we can actually go out and have fun without just walking around the same streets we we walked around in 12 months.
2: Yeah, what's yours, Lee? What's your uh, what's
1: your bit of happiness? Oh, uh, mine's definitely um, going down to to my caravan in Caravan in Tragaran, Wales. I was down right. there last week. We were we were allowed back down last week, and it was just fantastic. Get away from everywhere. Um, there's nothing around us; just fields. We went to the beach a few days, and that's definitely my happy place. Um, would you? I mean, I was uh, in the description for this. I remember what I've written now. <laughs> that, it was ten minutes ago, um, <laughs> but I did. I did write. Where do you think your happiness is? Do you think you can get happiness from money? Is it from your own mindset, or is it from your surroundings? What do you think, Pat?
2: Well, I grew. up, I grew up. I, grew, I, I originally grew up um, in care, and then I grew up in money. And I think money helps you be happy, but I don't think it makes you happy. I think you need a lot more than that. Um, and I had uh, money, and I had um, a lot of family—you know, unit, strong family unit as well. So I had both of them. Um, now being a, a, a father and a, and a husband, I think it's family that makes you happy. I think if you can live a, a decent life without being reckless, I think uh, that that leads to happiness. I don't think ultimately money makes you very happy. I don't, I don't agree. I don't believe. Maybe it does for some people. I don't think being a million millionaire does. Um, And not having nothing else but money. Um, I mean, I'm happy. I'm content with what I've got. I've got a a reasonable standard of living. I
1: was going to say, uh, as as you're sitting in your bar there, Pat. in my (laughs) bar. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, My my kids are reasonably healthy and, you know, they seem to be reasonably happy and I've got a half-decent job um so which obviously I'm, I'm not far from retirement now so it's it's for me this is this that's my ha- having that every little element of life makes me happy um i wouldn't want to go to work and just work 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 that wouldn't make me happy i want to have my family balanced life i want to have you know a tiny bit of social life i don't go out much to be fair um but uh, a little bit of social life with my friends uh go to the boxing do my ex so do the stuff i want to do within the boxing club with with you guys and then that's what makes me happy. So at the moment, I'm very content, to be fair, I'm very content.
0: Kim? How about you, Lee? I'll oh, oh, oh,
1: to me. You want me to go? I'll go then, Kev. <laughs> you're going again. <laughs> I'll go again. <laughs> no, actually, but on the subject of money not making you happy, I agree yeah. with you there. But I also think that in my situation, a lot of my stress is over money. So yeah. if I if I had um money in the bank or more money in the bank, not necessarily make me happier, but I know I'd be less stressed.
0: Yeah, what's that old that, saying? That... What's the saying? Money can't make you happiness. Money can't make you happy, but lack of money can make you sad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean
2: like, like, it's, like it's, it's, it's an obvious point that life is more difficult if you haven't got any money because you can't buy the things you want to buy. You can't have the, the stuff you want to get for your family. You can't do this. You can't do that. So money helps you be happy. Um, and yeah, if you worry about your, your finances, that's obviously going to make you more depressed. It's going to bring you down, isn't it? Um, I mean, what ultimately makes you careful? What makes you happy? Is it is it a mix like me of a bit of of doing the lines, doing the family stuff, going away? You know, is it or is it is it something in, in particular that makes you happy?
0: But no. I mean, I love my family. I love my family. I also love my boxing family. What I've realised through the lockdowns, I also love my freedom. I love to be spontaneous. Where you just wake up and go, what do you fancy doing today? You know, before I got with Kate, I was very, I gave her money and I'd book a holiday basically the next day and just book her off somewhere. And then obviously being a father and everything, you can't do that. But what I've missed doing is, right, Pat, do you want to, do you want to come round and have a barbecue? or Lee, do fancy... And, oh, come on, Jazzy, we're going to jump in the car, we're going to go and see some animals go to the fair. I enjoy being, being able to do stuff. I'm not money-driven. As long as I've got enough in my pocket to feed us and go on a holiday a year and I'm happy, you know, I'm, I'm not money-driven. But I love my freedom. I, I love people. I love being able to have a rattle and chat to people. I love being able to do pretty much what I want when I want. You know I mean? Cause I'm not someone who uh, has expensive things, so all mine is, is days out. And what I've realised through uh, little Jazzy, she will enjoy going to the park or going to stroke some animals more than, like, something big like Alton Towers. And I think yeah. sometimes we, we, we think, like, oh, we've got to go to Alton Towers, we've got to go to Mexico, we've got to go. Jasmine's favourite place to go has been Butlins and Devon. And you think, oh, and that, we, sometimes we believe more expensive it is, more they'll enjoy it. And it's, it's not the case. Every holiday, uh, Jasmine's favourite part of the holiday, was your favourite part would be sitting in bed eating Daddy Crisps. And Daddy Crisps were just a, a pot of Pringles. We'll all sit in bed having a little few Pringles. And, you know, that's the, that's the thing that you don't think nothing about, but that's always her favourite holiday, part of the holiday.
2: So it must have been frustrating over the COVID period, then, Kev, because, um, and for you as well, Lee, because we couldn't do anything like that, could we? We couldn't be spontaneous. We couldn't go out where we wanted on that, on that morning. And decide. You, I mean, you could go to a park, but that was about it. But you could only go with one other person, couldn't you? So, it's got to it's got to be a, a different feeling now. Now that you know you can do pretty much what you like now. But then
0: also, look, we've now not so bad on this one, but after the first lockdown. I started getting social anxiety because I yeah. come from seeing 100 people a day to my wife, my daughter, my next-door neighbour over the fence to then think, well, how do I act around people? I'm no longer able right to shake hands, but my attraction action is to shake hands and I'm not allowed to do that. He's getting a bit close or is he worried that I'm a bit close? And you had all these uh, emotions going through me. Whereas this time I found it easier because I know the rules now and I've kind of got in my head, I know the rules.
2: And try my best to stick by them. I mean, Lee, do you think that um, you know your pursuit for happiness? Do you think that that affects your mental health, or do you think it's do you think it affects your mental health if you can't get what makes you you know if you can't settle in something and, and be happy with what the stuff you've got? Do you think that affects your mental health?
1: I think definitely. I think you mentioned it earlier. It's it's about contentment with what you've got, isn't it? But I think we're very quick to. To, you know, it's a very fast society where you're, you're, you know, people are trying to keep up with the latest thing and whatever else, and that doesn't make you content. You know that, definitely. not Like when I mention things like money, it's more like, okay, so we paid the bills. Like Kev says, don't get me wrong; it'd be nice to have a million in pound in the bank and not have to think about that at all. But as long as I've got enough to to live off, really, it doesn't it doesn't matter, does it? And it's very much in your mind, and it's your your mind being grateful for what you do have.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, go on, Kev. We, we often aren't grateful, though. We, we often, we achieve something and strive on that same day. Like, uh, you've just won the Midlands title. Oh, yeah, but I've got to win the national title. I've won the nationals. Oh, no, but I've won win the three nations. Instead of going, wow, well, I've just won. Or we, we, we never stop the smothering roses. A lot of us, we don't go, I've achieved. I've had a pay rise. Brilliant brilliant, you know, I've, got, I've had an extra tenner, let's go and do something with a tenner. It's, oh, well, uh, if, I, if I work extra hard next month, I won't be able to make 20 quid. And I think, as you say, like, oh, the new telephone. Oh, great, it's cost me how much a new telephone costs. Oh, but Pat's just got the new one. Bastard. I want that one now. Instead of just thinking, be happy, enjoy what yeah. you've got when you've got it. And, you know, enjoy, smell the roses every
1: so often. Don't, think- you know, just think... I mean, I think about it, and it's more moments that make you happy. Like, to me, there's nothing mm. better than getting my son, I can make him laugh. But, I mean, when I say laugh, I mean he he's loses control, proper, you know, the proper <laughs> proper belly laughs, giggling and that. And to, uh, it just, like, is there anything better than doing that to, to your kids, you know, having them rolling around the floor laughing? And it's moments like that that do make you happy. It, you know, it takes you away from anything else that's going on and brings you back and, and kind of centres you.
0: But well, my mum always said that. She goes, on her deathbed, she won't think about the 50-inch telly or the brand-new settee. She'll think about me, Dad, and Rich having good times, whether it's, you know, picking conkers or whatever it is. She says, that's what she'll remember on a deathbed. And I think that's what we've got to remind ourselves. Will uh, Craig says it, he goes, I've never bumped into a 20 quid that I've remembered. You know what I mean? We've got it. We live for moments, not for sheets of paper or objects
2: yeah and we have to remember this this especially i mean i think i think being a father is probably the most um, most content you get um but that comes and goes very quickly very quickly i mean my, my eldest is 18 now and it was like just the other day she was a toddler so it comes and it, and it goes very very quickly um and i do think you have to focus on probably now more so i mean it's, it's okay for me to say that you, you know you can, I always focus more on home than I deal with work because I think that's that's going to go, whereas work will remain. Um, and if that's where I get my most contentment from is, is family life and, and bringing up kids and going to, uh, we have really passes now and again, going, going out to altar towers with the kids and then enjoying stuff like that, then I think that's what you need to focus on more so than anything else. I mean, I know people who work masses of overtime, uh, with young children. You think you're, that you're, you're, they won't be young for, for much longer. Uh, and they want to be independent of you. When they get to 18, 19, they want to be independent of mum and dad. They don't want mum and dad, you know, they, they don't want to go anywhere with mum and dad anymore. So I think you've got to make the most of that before it, before it goes. Um, and I try and do that all the time. So, um, I, like I agree, I have to come said Lee, Lee or Kev, I agree with you, the little things, I think, make you more content and happy than than the major things. Um, I was looking at the Anthony Josh's of this world and you think, yeah, he's, he's won all these titles and he's got loads of money. But what does he do after that, when that ends? What does he do then? Um, that, that's
0: the question. You, you took you touch on two things then, Pat. Like in so many, I was going to say blokes, but parents, they do the overtime to give the children money, but the child often doesn't want the money. Yes, it wants bits and bobs because kids do but they often would rather the dad pushing them on the swing yep. and then the other thing is the sad thing about the real world we spend more time with our work colleagues than we do with our own families or our own friends you know how many times you'll be I don't know 9 to 5 with these people you to get along with them you work with them but then you you have to rush putting your daughter to bed if you can or uh, sorry, I can't come because I'm doing overtime and you miss a barbecue or a wedding or whatever. A barbecue, like. So sometimes we've got to stop ourselves and go, yes, money's great, but these times are precious. And as you say, you could always earn more money, but how many birthdays or weddings or weekends am I willing to
2: miss?
1: I think we've also well, got a note, sorry, on that, Kev, that there is people who are working and working overtime just just to have a roof over the kids' head, you know, and they have to do that yeah. that overtime to keep that roof over their heads, and you you've got to respect that on the same the same note, you know. We're, I suppose we're all in a very fortunate position where it's not as much that case, you know. We we're, we we pay our bills, um, and we have a bit of money left over to to play with. But there is people out there who really would, if they didn't do that overtime, be kicked out their house.
2: Yeah, that's why. That's why no. I said before it's, it's easy for me to say because it is in many ways. Because I'm at the end now, so uh, I, I, I do remember being 23, 24, well, tw- and then 28 as a father, and having to do a lot of overtime to obviously make ends meet. So when you get to 46, which I am now, and you're going to more towards your, your, your retirement age, you, you know that um, you don't have to do that so much, and it's a very fortunate position to be in. In fairness. 'Cause then you how ha- you can create the family time, you can create the, the boxing time and the social time for yourself and your family. I mean I for the minute we I mean I don't know how long I've been in the club now, it's it's years now, I think, but um I go and I went on that journey with Josh because that was the only connection that we had was boxing. Uh, he wanted to do it and I wanted to do it and it was and it's worked out well for us and it continues to do so. Um but that—that that was that's the thing I do with Joshua is the boxing because that's that's what he likes to do. Uh, a Little jazz as well, it's the same, um, and and so on and so forth. So it's um, you know it's, um, it, it's, it's 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 all contentment in those areas, isn't it? So,
0: and we all know ourselves and we know our loved ones. So find that you know find that and be it. Luminek, everyone's heard me going on about Harry Potter. The last lockdown, <laughs> but, you know. And sometimes you pull your hair out. but sometimes, as, as a human being, I think, oh my god, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. But hopefully, you know, that's brought my baby so much joy. And you know, sometimes, even when we're tired, fed up, it's pushing them on the swings, if it's doing something you've done a million times, if it makes them happy, and as I said, what Lee just said, you know, when your child, your lover, your who you who you cherish as a belly laugh, isn't it the greatest thing in the world? And I'm so lucky, me and my wife, as much as we do each other's heads in, like everyone's does, we can still have that belly laugh and, you know, the world makes sense when that happens.
1: she laughing at you, Kev?
0: Well, the always <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I like, it's,
1: not,
0: not, it's not, not, not am really in the shower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't want no more information, mate. You keep that to yourself. Yeah. And Terrible, it's, not even a co- it's not even a cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible
0: images, there, Echo. <laughs> if you didn't have mental health problems, you have now. <laughs> <laughs> but we have. I, I said. I said this on one of the on the podcast. I can't remember. We've had hundred podcasts now, but I think ego is a wonderful thing because ego in the right hands can achieve anything. It can build empires, but unless we've got ego with humility, where we can take ourselves with a pinch of salt, you know we, that's where ego can be a problem. As I say, how many uh, empires have been built on ego, but how many empires have crumbled because ego's taken over? To so take yourself seriously, but always willing to have a laugh at yourself because life hands reward if you if you can have a laugh, even if it's just at yourself.
2: I think also you've got to know your you've you got to know your your level. I think that's that's important. Expectations on yourself um, is to know where what you can get to, so you don't feel as if you've let yourself down. So if you know that you can get to whatever level you can, then you, you aim for that level, don't you? Um, if you're able to mean, you know, life's achievements, you know what you want to achieve in life and where you want to go and what you want to do, and I think that's important for happiness. Is that you don't over have a have a you know have a marker which is high, but don't have it too high. But it's like
0: when we try and lose weight, and where people get upset with like losing weight or with um, with anything, it's um, all right. Then I'm gonna lose a stone by end of the month. Just think, that's a very that's a very steep curve. Why don't we just do a pound at a time? And some yeah. weeks we're not gonna lose a pound. Sometimes we put half a pound back on or a kilogram, whatever you're working. But a lot of time it's, all right. I'm 98k now. By July, I'm gonna be back to 69k. And then when you, when you haven't done it, you're distraught. Set yourself achievable goals and be aware, sometimes you're going to slip up, sometimes you're not going to lose weight, sometimes you can put a bit of weight on, but don't put yourself on the cross. And I think there lies um, the balance with happiness. Don't beat yourself up for doing your best. You know what I mean? But don't set yourself something that you might not achieve. Say, eventually, I'll get back there and point. you, might, But for now, it's going to be a gentle but surely progress.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's very important, isn't isn't it? Because obviously that's what we're going to be doing for the next six months now, isn't it? Uh, trying to come back to where we were before all the all the gyms closed and the, the boxing stopped. And uh, it's on my mind. It's, I'm thinking, well, you know, you've got to get back into it now. We've got to go back three times a week to the box get get fit again. Stop shedding that, that that weight I've put on. Clearly, put on more because of we haven't been able to do as much. Um, you then get a bit bored at home because you're doing the same thing all the time because there's no variance, there, there's nothing, nothing different to do, and that, and that, so you do less of it because you, you know, you haven't got the, your motivation depletes then, doesn't it? So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be. I think we all need to take it nice and slow, um, and, and just take our time with it and and see it for what it is. It's come back, isn't it now?
0: Well, all the boxers, everyone who's brought back in, I haven't bothered weighing anyone. I've weighed myself. i what – the job to jump on the scales well, kept why? You know, you've you've had nigh on a year, we've done little bits in between you know, what? why put that pressure on yourself? You know, we all know we put weight on most people have. So why beat yourself up? Let's just get back, do a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there, and then each week we put a bit more on the shovel. Why why beat ourselves up? It's been a tough year. Like with education, some like some people are going, Oh, well, my child fell behind and we're not teachers. All we have been able to do is our best. So don't let anyone feel you guilty about that. You know, kids will catch up. It's been a tough year for everyone. Athletes will catch up. You know, let's get ourselves less guilt, less shame. I just think, all right, then, let's do our best to do better tomorrow. Be it education, fitness, uh, whatever it is. Don't beat ourselves up because, you know, we beat ourselves up more than anyone ever could. Do you agree with that, Lee?
1: Yeah, definitely. That's definitely right. And again, I think it goes back to recognising your your achievements, doesn't it? And appreciating them and taking time over something that you've achieved before you move on to, to doing whatever you're going to do next. It all goes hand in hand.
2: I think me and you, Lee, we discussed it the other day, didn't we, about the fact that you were happy that you have more family time now than work time and more time to spend with your daughter and your son. And um, you appreciate that more than you did making the money when you're working because it's, you get more, I think you get more satisfaction out of that than you do out of having that money in your pocket. Um, so, uh, and I think we discussed it, I can't remember it was a small group, we discussed it in, but we, we were having a chat about it, about um, the benefits of family time as opposed to, you know, work time, being at work the whole time. So um, it's very important. And getting back to, you know, the way we are, uh, where we want to be, it's going to. T- I mean, hopefully, well, you'd want ABA events probably November this year, wouldn't you? Ideally, but the likelihood is they will be next year. So there's a whole. There's going to be a good six months, to, maybe longer, to get people back fit again, ready for the events next year, potentially in the new, you know, in the new year to go. I think what I've learned to do this time is don't
0: leave anything cast in stone, because at the no. moment the world's going to reopen in June. That means we could be boxing in September. But I've learned just at the moment, we just found out that we can do pads. Under-18s can spar now. Um, So we've got to enjoy this step. And what we naturally want to do, the other week when we were allowed to open up in the outside, and then we could pad outside. And now we can spar under-18s. But then what we want to do is, yeah, one of the championships when we're boxing, Let's just enjoy this because tomorrow they might lock us down again. So at this time, yeah. we're allowed to be open. We're allowed to do pads, and when my lads and girls are fit enough, we will allow them to spar. But let's just enjoy this at the moment because, as I say, next week we might be backwards again. So let's just enjoy today for what it
2: is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. I, I agree with you that Kev. It's very important we just take it slowly so we can get back to normal as quickly as possible. Um, and it will come and we'll get there and we'll go back to normal um, because that's what people do, isn't it? So, um, and then getting well, from
0: the bed ne- going. Well, for next Tuesday, me and uh, Lee are going to be back in the studio, aren't we, Bruv? Yep. Because yep. we've got enough distance to keep us separated and then we will just, as we've been doing, we'll wire people over from um, from wherever they are, wherever they are around, uh, wherever. And we'll just keep ticking on. But we'll be back in the studio and it's, it'll be great because I think the last time we were there, Lee, what the hell can you remember when? I
1: can't remember what I did yesterday, Kev. I no chance yeah. of that. <laughs> when that was. It was before Christmas, I can tell you that. I bet it's six
0: months. I, I bet it was September, September-ish,
1: mm-hmm.
2: September, October. So. Yeah. What, I look, we're um, on four already. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: What topics haven't we discussed then in the podcast? We've done a hundred. You've done a hundred. Um. I mean, I've <laughs> seen most of them. I'm trying
1: to think what, what, what else Go on. I say I can't remember. what I did last week. I couldn't tell you what we <laughs> yeah. were discussing the last hundred episodes. But it's good. It's good for you to. It's good for you to do the
2: best of me because then you can you can look back on the little clips, can't you? And you can see what the topics were covered in the last. You know. Well, Actually, difficult. you know what,
1: Pat? We we did something similar to that on our uh, birthday, didn't we? On our Backcountry Boast birth birthday, where yeah, we looked back yeah, yeah. over the episodes. Um, yeah, it was exactly. a good episode. Isn't
0: it? that not a bad idea for uh, next Tuesday. Uh, we'll be in the studio, maybe. Um some clips through some of our
1: episodes. All right, cheers, Kev. Is that a bit more work for me? <laughs> <laughs> go, go and get these clips and sort this out.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, crack on with it, Lee. You've you got, you got a bit to it. Bit of it. <laughs> yeah, <that's> it. <laughs> I love Kev's good ideas. Yeah, it <laughs> Pat? <laughs> Is it Pat? Pat, you ain't coming on again. I'm causing yeah. me more work.
0: <laughs> 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 well, guys, I mean, do you want to put our poster on, Lee? Another thing for you to do.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm prepared for that, though. There you go, Kev.
0: And this is every Wednesday from the Lions Boxing Club in Briley Hill. Um, at the moment, because of COVID restrictions, you have to book in before you come, just so we know you're covid safe. Um, so, please-
1: Kev, sorry, for people who are listening and not watching, I've just pulled up the men's support group details. You are to start with that, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the men's support group we do every Wednesday from the Lions Boxing Club in Broad Street, Briley Hill, DY53RA, and that is 7pm till 9pm. If you want to come along, just contact us on blackcountryblokes at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, and as I say, say, like, we can start being able to, now we can do it, a bit of boxing with it as well. If you don't want to do the boxing, you'll stay upstairs Having a coffee, having a rattle, and if you do want to come, then it's only gonna be half an hour. maybe one minute range, Just doing a little bit to so get mentally and physically fit.
2: Yeah, um, really, um, it's it's a really it's a really good group. It's um, obviously everything in there is is, is kept within that group. Um, we talk about all sorts of things, don't we? And it's been really helpful to a lot of people, and it's really well worth coming if you if you're nervous and you're thinking about should I should I not go? I don't know them. I don't know what to say. Just come along and if you come along and you sit there and you don't want to say anything that's fine everyone appreciates that Uh, and eventually you'll find after two or three sessions you'll start talking about why you're there um because everyone does um but just come if you if you're sitting at home now and you're watching this and you're thinking i'm not sure just just come along and and sit and listen to other people talk and we'll be there and as kevin lee have said there's there's training downstairs for half of it and the rest of it is is, is therapy or, or talking. Um, and it's well worth it and you'll find the benefit of it.
0: And if you don't want to stay, if you turn up and it's not for you, we're not offended. Honestly, you know, as I say, I'd hate for anyone to leave there feeling worse than when they came. You know, the so please get in touch if you'd like to come. Or if you know someone it might, um, if they'd like to, please share it. And if you're listening to this on Apple Music, I think that's what it's called. Could you please leave a comment, even if it's just where you're coming from, your name and what country or area you're listening to. it. Well, Pat, thank you ever so much for coming on, bro. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure as, as anyone, always. got anybody saying or so quotes they'd like to uh, say? <laughs> well, you, you always
2: can't... do this, don't you? <laughs> 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 I've never got nothing to say. You don't know you're going to say that.
0: Um, well, I'll I'll leave you this one then, just to sum it up. The definition of madness is doing the same things over and over and expecting different results. So until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Listen,
2: listen, listen.
0: And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you'd like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta Listen, listen, bit